0: imagine a future
1: we must consider this
0: who would want me to be a part of their life hey that's inappropriate will you make a choice now we pass talking where do you say we come in for my close up now i'm done running what was your favorite part
1: i'm a planner get back movie news just don't like you no more with gareth daly
0: you do like me Good afternoon to you, Garrett. We're starting off with, well, I suppose uh, we're, we're very used to US presidential visits here and uh, we know all about the limo and its name, which extraordinarily links to your first story this afternoon.
1: <laughs> it does. Well, I found myself googling, has Samuel L. Jackson ever played a president? Yes. And of course, that brought up the answer that yes, he has in a 2014 action thriller called Big Game. So, Oh, well, that passed uh, me by, all right. Exactly, <laughs> hence my googling. Yes. So um, he's going to to star in a movie called The Beast so what you're referencing of course is the the armour plated bomb proof kind of car tank that uh, that the president goes around in Mm. nicknamed The Beast so he's going to star in this movie alongside Joel Kinnaman and uh, they've packaged up the movie actually sort of ahead of the strikes so they're able to kind of move forward with it to some degree anyway in this film basically he gets trapped within The Beast and he must learn to control it and save himself And the country as well. Okay, so it sounds, no pressure. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah. so yes, yes. That's, that's
0: an interesting concept, actually. How do you get out of the beast? Whatever about it, protecting you. Okay,
1: everybody. And and the director for it actually is a second unit director, James Manigan, who has been on the likes of the Meg, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. So this sort of tells you that I suppose it is definitely going to be in a high end action genre um, as he's directing. If the it's
0: film. Samuel L. Jackson, I think he's going to he's going to make it. Do you think?
1: I, th- I think he just <laughs> might. I think
0: we'll uh, hold out our hopes. We will. That sounds interesting. Now, um, we've been, well, all eyes on Venice, of course. And one of the biggies there has been um, Yorgos Lanthimos's film with, with Emma Stone. They're, they just seem to work really well together, Garth.
1: We work very well together. That movie is called Poor Things and it's got rave reviews from the festival. Eight minutes standing ovation. They like to kind of quote the minutes and the seconds now Mm -hmm. in terms of how long those ovations have been going on. for. Suggesting, of course, it's going to be an awards contender. Don't forget as well it comes from Element Pictures um, in Dublin. So it's great to see that they're riding high. Once again, I mean, what a fabulous collaboration that uh, they have set up with Lanthamus. And here's a curious thing. So everybody's talking about poor things, but it seems that he has already shot a mystery film with Emma Stone in it uh, also oh. with Robbie Ryan serving as cinematographer. Wow. So this looks like it's already shot. Uh, there's a big cast in it as well. Jesse Clemens is in it too. Willem Dafoe, Joe Alwyn shot last year. Um, it currently doesn't have a release date but we're going to have to keep an eye on that because big obviously time. with the with the release of Poor Things and it on the awards calendar no doubt to think that there's another following it up. Very exciting.
0: Very exciting and they just seem as they work so well together. That's Emma Stone and Jorgis Lantham so we'll keep a close eye on that one. Tell us about the Crow reboot?
1: So the Crow is a kind of a popular um, series. I mean, obviously, uh, we, we kind of remember it from years back. that was 94. Brandon Lee starred in it, mm. famously his last role, having got injured on the set. Uh, but it's been remade with Bill Skarsgård starring in it, FKA Twigs and Danny Houston in it as well. Lionsgate have picked it up for a big figure to release it. Rupert Sanders directed it. It's a revenge thriller, sort of a reimagining of it. It's based, of course, on a graphic novel about the character created by James O'Barr. The story follows a man brutally murdered. It comes back to life as an undead avenger of uh, his fiancé's death. This film was shot on location in Prague and Munich. Came in at about a £50 million budget. Uh, it's said that the film's going to offer audiences an authentic and visceral reinterpretation of its emotional power and mythology. Okay. We're expected to see it yeah, on the big screen in 2024 sometime.
0: Very good. Now, coming uh, back home again. I had heard that both uh, Christina Hendricks and Paddy Considine were spotted in Dublin this week so you can give us the full story Garrett.
1: Yeah well they're going starring in a new series that is written by Chris O'Dowd. I think he's going to direct uh, um, an episode or two of Small Town Big Story. So this is a story about a major Hollywood production rolling into a town a spotlight is thrown on a secret that has been kept hidden since the eve of the millennium. Hendrix is going to play Wendy uh, Patterson a local girl done good as a hotshot television producer returning to her hometown with the Hollywood production in tow mm-hmm. Paddy Considine is going to play a local doctor and pillar of the community Seamus Proctor there's a good cast lined up for it as well uh, David Rowell who was in Moonboy yes. alongside uh, Chris O'Dowd will be in it alongside Eileen Walsh Liam Murphy Andrew Bennett Ruth McCabe and David Wilmot so that's cast. shaping up mm. good isn't it so that's why they were spotted okay. and And uh, yeah, they'll be filming in different locations around Ireland.
0: Keep your eyes peeled. Okay, what's the latest on TCM?
1: Well, if you remember a story we spoke about in TCM that they were cutting back. At this is Turner, Turner Classic Turner, Movies. Turner yeah. Classic Movies, yeah, and that they had layoffs on that. And, and, and sort of there was a bit of a backlash to it. And the likes of filmmakers like Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese and Paul Thomas Anderson sort of stood up and got in touch mm. with Warner Brothers, who looks after the station and had a meeting and came on board as an advisory panel to curate movies for it. Well, now uh, those famed filmmakers have released their film picks for uh, this month that's going to air on TCM which I think is curious to sort of see Spielberg has gone for Vincent Minnelli's Meet Me in St. Louis Uh, Douglas Sirk has gone uh, the Douglas Sirk film Imitation of Life from 59 Gordon Douglas's Them from 54 Uh, Minnelli's The Bad and the Beautiful Mm -hmm. which he's sort of described as his sort of favourite kind of Hollywood movie Kirk Douglas yeah yeah, from 52 and Alfred Hitchcock's The Wrong Man from 1957 Mm. I'll give you a quick rundown on Scorsese's he's gone for Iowa of the Dead Two Sisters from Boston Red Dust Madonna of the Seven Moons An Accident from 1967 while uh, Paul Thomas Anderson has gone for His Kind of Woman he's also gone for Night Ambush Diner from Barry Levinson Mm -hmm. and Sweet Smell of Success and Victim from 1961. they are all done these little videos as well that's going to accompany them and Spielberg's one is currently online if you want to have a look at it. So that's an attempt to kind of reinvigorate it but it's not a bad thing in terms of reintroducing these films to hopefully new audiences because they're all, you know, uh, really interesting choices.
0: Good for them. Now what about a trailer watch for us this week?
1: So following its premiere at Telluride To also rave reviews There's been a lot of good films at the Mm. festivals This trailer has arrived for uh, Jeff Nichols' bike drama Called The Bike Rider Starring Tom Hardy Austin Butler And Jodie Comer Michael Shannon's in it as well Take a quick listen
0: I've been thinking
1: I can't run this club forever I built this for nothing This is our family You and me, kid.
0: From the beginning. Yes, please. It was the golden age bike riders. And I never felt so out of place in all my life. That's when I saw him for the first time. It took my breath away. Little clip there from uh, the bike riders. We heard Jody Comer there at the end of that clip, Garrett.
1: Yeah, and good reviews for her from uh, from the screenings yes. as well. It's it's inspired by Danny Lyon's book of photography. The story unfolds in the 1960s. Cathy, a strong-willed member of the Vandals, who is married uh, to a wild, reckless biker named Benny. She recounts the club's evolution over the course of a decade from a group of local outsiders led by the strong Johnny to something more dangerous and sinister. As I said, good reviews mm. coming from the festivals for it. It's going to be hitting cinema screens in December.
0: Let's see what cinema screens have for us this weekend as we look at new releases. The Biggie this week, let's start with it. It is Past Lives.
1: There's a word in Korean, inyon. It means providence or fate. Do you believe in that? That's just something Koreans say to seduce someone.
0: Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and
1: realise they were meant for each other the story, I would be the evil white American husband
0: standing in the way of destiny.
1: Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time.
0: I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? Yeah, did he miss you? That is uh, the question in past lives.
1: This looks like a lovely film. Mm. Two deeply connected childhood friends wrestled apart after a Norris family emigrates from South Korea and then 20 years later they're reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny.
0: Yeah, some really fine performances here. Greta Lee, who we heard in that clip, really, really stands out. And this is a really strong debut from uh, both writer and director Celine Song. She did a great job here. And I, I actually what really stood out for me was how well paced the film is. She really allows for you know, pauses and silences where I think another director might, might have rushed in. Uh, really enjoyed the performances. It sort of, for me, has a feel of sort of the before Sunrise films with Ethan Hawke and Judy Delphi in terms of themes and tone. Now, it's getting... Uh, very, very, f- you know, five star reviews every in most places. It's not quite a five star for me. I, I felt at the end it didn't pack as much of an emotional punch as I thought it might. But it's certainly um, well worth seeing, and it's it's the one uh, to see this weekend. That is past lives. Few more to mention, Garrett?
1: Well, you go from that to a wedding, and you've got my big fat Greek wedding. Three, three
0: yes, three.
1: As there three of these, I <laughs> had to do a double take after traveling to Greece for a family reunion. A woman attempts to locate her deceased father's childhood friends. Um, we've also got The Nun 2 as well. This oh, about is about sequels. In, yeah, 1956 France, a priest is murdered and evil is spreading and the sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows uh, Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with a demon nun. And then, just briefly to mention, two documentaries as well, A Life on the Farm is a strange story from Somerset about a filmmaking farmer and the inspiring legacy of his long-lost home movies. And then uh, Angel-Headed Hipster The Songs of Mark Boland celebrates the life in work of the glam rock pioneer Mark Boland Very good
0: Okay what about a TV movie for us?
1: I like this movie a lot Um, This is a, a a thief takes a bank manager hostage while he and his gang make their getaway only to later learn she lives in the same neighbourhood as him and the FBI agents close in. He tries to befriend her to make sure she cannot identify him but he kind of falls in love with her. It's directed uh, and starring Ben Affleck. Uh, Rebecca Hall's in it as well, Jeremy Renner. Mm. It's called The Town and uh, very slick kind it's of a good thriller. One, yeah. yeah, yeah it is, a good one. It's on TG Garr tonight at 9.45. Great
0: stuff, Carr. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aiding.